you ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Good Old Podcast. I'm Jackie Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7, back from a one-week hiatus, and I hope everyone is doing well. And what a few days for Virginia football, and, and not just recruiting. Last week, UVA had their big groundbreaking for the Football Operations Center and if you're on YouTube, you're seeing video of the groundbreaking. You're seeing Tony Elliott, Carla Williams, and Jim Ryan shoveling up some dirt. That's great news for the Cavaliers. And I can't stress enough. And we're going to talk about Virginia recruiting here in just a minute. And this is going to have an impact on UVA recruiting. I know a lot of people are skeptical. It's like, oh, it's just a building. It's just facilities. You know, there's still other programs with facilities. But this is showing... UVA recruits, this is showing recruits in the state of Virginia that the university is investing not only in the program, but in their respective careers, in their future. That is big. If you are a UVA football recruit, you're now seeing that UVA is moving forward and investing in them. That's a, that's a big key for a lot of these recruits. You know, they've been hearing about it and hearing about it, but never saw anything really come to fruition. So seeing Carla Williams staying on that podium, saying how big of a day this is, seeing the players, how excited they are, this is going to be a huge momentum swing for UVA because, honestly, a lot of other programs was using this against UVA in the first place on the recruiting trail. Well, now they can't use that because UVA is starting to break ground. A lot of these recruits that they're currently recruiting will be able to see this building because it is expected to be done in the 2024 spring. So this is a big deal for UVA. We can't stress that enough. This is a very big deal. So I, I think a lot of you probably won't believe me. Maybe not. Maybe you're skeptical about this. So how about we listen to a commitment? Um, how we listen to a new UVA commit, defensive lineman Miles Green. I spoke to him shortly after his commitment to Virginia after his official visit, and I asked him straight out, how big was this part of the decision? It was huge. Like for, To see them get a new coach and let him implement a new facility already like that, it was a real big mark because that just means how that he has a huge effect on the culture and uh, what's going on at the school and what he really wants to implement for the team. Like he already is in the motion of doing that. He's not taking no time. He's not waiting. He's going right now. He's trying to get this thing rolling now. So now I can see that he moving, he moving forward. He getting everything straight for me. And when I get down there, it's going to be on a roll. And I'm going to be a part of that process. We're going to win us a national championship. So as you can see, I'm not making this up. This is huge for UVA. Um, and let's, Let's go on to moving on to the recruiting trail. Um, obviously, this was a big official visitor weekend for Virginia. They had a couple of OVs on grounds. Miles Green was one of them. He ended up committing. Then you had cornerback Jarvis Lee. He ended up committing on Sunday. Well, actually publicly committing because he committed on Saturday night. They also hosted Samaj Turner, another D-line target. 
uh, Jalen Smith, a linebacker target, and Deshaun Stone, another DB from North Carolina. As I wrote on, on Wahoo's 24-7 uh, around Sunday afternoon, there was a good buzz coming from the weekend. Obviously, we put in two crystal balls, and both of them committed to UVA. And having Lee and having Green committing is huge. And I think everyone will agree having Green committed is really big for the program. Grabbing a big target like Miles Green um, from Highland Springs is a big deal. And we're going to see if you're on YouTube right now, there's some practice clips of Miles Green from his showcase over at Highland Springs that I was at early on in May. And Green is such a good get, especially because he is in state. He chose UVA over other other schools, including Virginia Tech, West Virginia, Duke. So these are the type of programs you're up against. You know, we were talking about Duke and Virginia Tech as some of the programs you're going to be up against if you're Virginia. So it's a big win for them, um, getting him on grounds for the first place and then committing right after that visit. Now, the other thing is, that's another in-state win. Uh, don't forget, in the class currently, you not only have Miles Green coming from in-state, you have Cole Serber, an offensive lineman, target that committed to UVA. He was the first one in this class. Then you have running back Dante Hawthorne, who just transferred to Colonial Forge. So this is big for them. This is huge to having three in-state out of four. Um, Jarvis Lee is a Floridian, not an in-state target, but also a very underrated guy in the class. So things are looking better for Virginia on the recruiting trail. And from the guys that visited that didn't commit this weekend, things are looking good for at least Samaj Turner, you know, I currently still have a crystal ball for him. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday. Let me hold on. Tuesday, June 7th. You always have to make sure you you clearly mark what day you're running these shows so that people understand when, when this happened. So if they're listening later on, Samaj Turner loved his UVA visit. This is the first time his parents were visiting. That was a big thing for him because he wanted to make sure that his parents were feeling the same thing that he felt during his visit back in the spring where he visited with his uncle. So that is going to be a uh, key for them. And I think Turner is still trending towards UVA. That Duke exit is going to be big. Obviously, the in-state program is it's how much does he feel like he wants to uh, move away to Virginia or wants to stay in-state. So that's going to that's gonna be big. But again, huge weekend for Virginia. And uh, I can't stress this enough. The green pickup was, was big. And, you know, Green Miles Green was joking with me that uh, he didn't want to let the cat out of the bag so much. Uh, he was he was thinking of committing on Friday. <laughs> he 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 felt like this was going to be the visit where he committed. He had a strong feeling. He had a great relationship with Coach Downing, and uh, here's what he had to say when I asked him about why he picked uh, Virginia. Man, it was the environment, the team, the players, the coaches. There was all one unit. It was like one heartbeat. They all was following the code. They all knew what they was doing. They got a plan. Coach Elliott, he got a plan. They all on one timeline. It's going to be perfect. I knew it was perfect. I knew it was perfect once I got down there. So, obviously, Green is completely on board. He said he's 100% committed. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see how much he has an impact in the state of Richmond. Obviously, you always want guys from the 804 staying close to home. So. He's out there recruiting. If you were on my Twitter feed, you saw the recruiting pitch. There's a full interview with him on YouTube as well as on Wahoo's 24-7. So you can see exactly what his recruiting pitch sounds like. Um, moving forward now, we're going to 
get into a little bit of a break here, but after we return, we'll have Steve Wilfong join the show. Quarterback, who is going to be the quarterback in this class for Virginia? We get to the latest from the man who knows a lot about the signal callers. And one of those signal callers will be on grounds this week. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Good Old Podcast. Again, I'm Jack Franchuli for Wahoos 24-7. And just as we were talking about, it was a big recruiting weekend for Virginia last week. And guess what? We're going to do it all over again towards the end of this week. And let's talk about a big visitor, Brock Glenn, quarterback, coming in to Virginia on grounds to see Tony Elliott and Taylor Lamb. This will be his first visit to grounds. What are the chances that UVA can pick up a very, very talented signal caller? Well, first, let's bring in the man with the answers. Welcome in recruiting analyst Steve Wilfong. Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, Steve, before we actually get going and talking about some of these quarterback targets, I want your general opinion of how this Tony Elliott staff is doing on the recruiting trail. You know, we talk about some of these visitors that have been having on grounds. You know, number one player in the country, Arch Manning, was on grounds. One of the best athletes in the country, Nicholas Harbour, was also on grounds. Obviously, you know, the trend is they're not going to be a UVA, but those two on grounds, that's pretty notable. Um, what is your opinion on how things are going? Virginia is a place that you're going to kind of judge on the back end, right? Recruiting is about who you get, not who you don't get. And uh, Coach Elliott um, was real instrumental in helping maintain a Clemson program uh, that was obviously one of the best in the country. And, and uh, Clemson did that by landing a blend of elite players, but also guys that uh, they out-evaluated other college staffs for. And I think so uh, uh, with Virginia, it's going to be a lot of uh, great evaluating and, and player development. And, and uh, you know, um, we'll, we'll see where that takes them. Obviously, you're going to take your swings at uh, guys like Nicholas Harbor if they're going to pay attention to you. But, um, yeah, again, for Virginia, it's going to be mining for talent, uh, mining for upside, culture is going to be so big uh it certainly is at clemson uh so i imagine you know that's going to carry over to virginia and i think that was the case under the previous regime at virginia too and so culture fit scheme fit upside you know, those are things that coach elliott and, and this new staff in charlottesville is going to keen in on well let's get back to the the quarterbacks let's focus on that right now brock glenn he is expected to visit grounds this week, that's what at the last update, Glenn told me that he was expected to be on grounds. Obviously, again, I need to look at my watch. It's June 7th. Obviously, that could change before now and the 12th, which is the expected date that he's meant to arrive. So keep staying while he's 24-7 to see if that changes. But as of right now, Brock Glenn is visiting UVA. He visited Auburn last weekend. What is your feeling around him right now? Well, there's several schools that are in the mix for Brock Glenn. You know, as you said, Auburn over the weekend visited for their spring game where he was offered. He took an official visit to TCU. I had a really nice time down there with the Horn Frogs. Uh, Florida State's in in play uh, for him. Going to camp at Ohio State. The Buckeyes uh, are recruiting Brock Glenn. Uh, Mississippi State's been in there for a while, so. 
there's a there you know there's several programs that Brock Glenn has, has showed strong interest in, and, and Virginia is one of them. And you know, Virginia checks a lot of boxes. Coach Elliott and his pedigree at the quarterback position, the success he's had uh, in the past is exciting. Being part of a program that's on the rise, uh, a program that offers so much academically. Uh, and then really just the Charlottesville itself is an awesome place. And so, um, you know, Brock Glenn's interested in UVA and, 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 and uh, you know, we'll see how it stacks up after the visit happens that you reported. Right now he has a few crystal balls to Auburn. Do you agree with that, Steve? Or do you feel like that's where it's trending right now? Do you feel like they're the favorites? You know, I know that um, – They've they've been involved for a while. I have not logged a, a pick yet for Brock Glenn. Uh, if I, I I think that Auburn uh, has has uh, really excited him as well. Again, all these schools uh, are doing a good job with Brock Glenn. Um, well, Glenn's not the only quarterback target for Virginia. They're also recruiting Avery Johnson. A couple weeks ago, it looked better. Not going to lie, it did look better. Avery was considering Virginia for an official visit. He might still consider them right now, but it seems to have cooled off. He had told me in an interview early on in May that he was going to going to figure out which schools he was going to take an official visit. And Virginia was one of those schools he kind of lumped together. The staff had a Zoom call. Everyone was on there. They were recruiting him pretty hard. But over the course of the last two, three weeks, it seemed like things were cooling down, especially when he started to narrow things down. And it seems like Oregon and Kansas State and Washington seems like the teams that kind of trended forward with him. Does Virginia have a legit shot right now? Do you feel like Johnson is just, it's just the trend is just keeps cooling down? Uh, you know, he's obviously took the official to Washington this past weekend. Kansas State's done a terrific job recruiting him in state, and they have a chance to really land a lot of the state's best players alongside Avery, who would be, you know, the bell cow for them. And then Oregon next weekend, uh, Oregon's really turned it up for him, excuse me, not next weekend, but in two weekends. So those, those trips are locked in. So, I think it's easy to say that he has great interest in those three programs, but you know he told you that Virginia's uh, in the mix as well. And again, I think that goes back to Tony Elliott and his pedigree at the position and what he's been able to do with some of the biggest names in uh, in the past under center. Hey, before we let you go, we always knew 2023 was going to be an uphill battle for several recruits. When it comes down to it, recruiting is always about relationships. Um, where do you see? this staff right now do you feel like we can't really judge them right now for the 2023 class from the reasons where i what i just said they're coming up from behind you feel like the 2024 class is really where we get to really judge them and see what they're see what they can really accomplish moving forward at virginia well you would think that they would this this new virginia staff when you're looking at the 2024 class would have a great handle on who the uh under the radar guys are that they really like, right? Just guys that they've evaluated, guys that they've kept tabs on. They've now watched their sophomore and junior seasons. Uh, by then, they'll have a great feel for, um, you know, top targets and, and guys in their backyard and, and, and guys that fit UVA and the culture that they're trying to have with, the, with this uh, football program. Well, thank you, Steve, so much for joining us and answering our few questions and breaking down the big quarterback targets for the Cavaliers. Again, we really appreciate your time. All right. Well, thanks to everybody for uh, listening to our podcast. Um, actually, if uh, you were watching on YouTube, you probably saw, come here, Mateo. You probably saw a sneaky four-year-old in the podcast this week. He was home from uh, school this week. You want to say hi? Hi. 
So he had uh, Mateo um, kind of snuck in there from a YouTube channel. And uh, so let's move this microphone off your face. So he, he joined me a little bit. He was running around. So he's waving hi, everybody. But um, if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, don't forget to subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. And also leave us a review on Apple and on Spotify. So for Mateo, for Steve Wolfong, I'm Jackie Franchuli for Wahoo's 24-7. Have a great week, everybody.